G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. If you're a part of a local church in your community, you'll know that things have been tight for the income of your local church. And often that means that if things are tight around keeping your pastor on the payroll, your youth and your children's ministries functioning, and the upkeep of your church facilities, there's not always that much surplus available for broader community needs. But this might be an opportunity for churches to be a real help in a time when the wider community is going through a financial crisis and may need the help that your local church can provide. Let's talk about how COVID-19 and the economic fallout has been affecting local churches who are called to serve in their community and talk about the opportunities that might be presented for churches. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty, celebrating 20 years this year, offering a lifeline to people who've been trapped in debt. Rosie, welcome back to 2020. Hello. Rosie, let's talk local church for a few moments here because mm-hmm. you've this wonderful opportunity for churches to be involved in people's lives, especially around money when money's tight. But you've got local churches also concerned about their own money and uh, how they're keeping everything viable and afloat. Uh, what are your thoughts on the balance here? Yeah, well, there's all sorts of things going on for churches. I think that... Um you know, in first time in a living memory, churches aren't able to meet together on a on a Sunday or a Saturday or whenever it is that that church um, gathers. And we've also, as you say, um, got churches themselves struggling for financial resources, especially those that have um, big cash offerings and um, things. You know, kind of they're not having a physical meeting, so people aren't giving in in the same way. And then we've also got this huge opportunity where the community is struggling and very much needs practical support, um, both through um, provision um, and friendship. I think the two things that people are really struggling with at the moment are um, financial crisis and not and being able to um, cope financially, but also this element of people being very isolated and the, the, the mental health implications of that and people really struggling to, to, to move through. So it's a huge opportunity for the church, but I think that is a big question as well for the church to be asking themselves, well, how do we... How do we be the church when our normal ways of meeting together and our normal ways of serving the community and pastorally and meeting with people, we're very relational in the way that we do that normally and we can't do that in the same way, but we're still called um, to be a practical help and a hope for the community. And so how, how how do we do that? As you say, in a time when some churches are having or seeing less financial resources come in than um, before. Personally, I think the best way that we can be tackling that um, is, first of all, asking ourselves the question, actually, what is my response? I think that the church is a very powerful um, 
organisation because it's full of individuals that are passionate about people and passionate about loving people and sharing their faith and offering hope. And therefore, as individuals, I think that there is lots that we can do to serve our direct neighbours, our families, the people that we're in um, contact with to ensure that we can support one another in the practical ways um, that maybe come up during a time like this. Um, and I also think then, broadly speaking, if we are all asking ourselves that question, then I think that across the church, capital C of Australia, I think it's an opportunity for us to be working together in unity to say, well, how do we as a, as a church organisation, as a movement of Christians, make sure that we are um, doing what the Bible has asked us to do in serving our, in serving our neighbour? Oftentimes when we think about the church and finances and a community in need that somehow or other we're only talking here about some sort of a handout and mm. there's something though about church because training around financial management how we look at our own personal finances is what many churches are so good at and what they become known for uh, even to the point where people will criticize because they're talking about money well the reason why they're talking about money is to train people how to use it it means that we've got churches full of mature christians who've got a great way of talking about how to manage money and the community needs the church right now yeah absolutely i think that we sometimes um don't recognize that the church has so much good things to say about money i think that one of the things that often we can take for granted as Christians is that um, there's lots of biblical truth that changes our behaviour towards our money. And um, there's a lot of truth and good news for people that don't know that truth um, when they're dealing with their money, that I think that this is an opportunity for us to, to share some of that, not in a, not in a way that is, well, well we, we know what we're doing and you don't but in a community sharing of wealth of information and knowledge and a way that um, hopefully we can actually come alongside people and exclusively um, learn from each other um, so that we're in, in a position where we're helping each other come through this financial crisis. There's lots of people talking at the moment that we'll get through this together. And I think that that's a good way for the church to posture themselves that we're wanting to support people to come alongside the community and help people that are very much struggling with their financial resources um, you know for a family that has just lost all of their income um, it can be devastating um, especially in circumstances where that's not happened before or it was really unexpected there's lots of grief and um, yeah, it can be a real economic shock. And so I think that the church has an opportunity to come alongside people like that um, in, in this moment. Of course, Jesus' teaching on caring for one another, the story that comes to mind, of course, is the one, the Good Samaritan. And uh, there's an interesting thing here because we'll often feel in church life responsible to draw alongside, first of all, to those who are within our church family and to try and look after them. And that's actually a really high uh, thing to do. But what about people outside of the church? Uh, are they as open, do you think, uh, to the sort of support that comes 
from people who are within church when it comes to care in that sense? Well, I think that it's something that the church probably um, really grapples with, that we're called to be um, hope givers in our community and often it's very difficult to um, find a connection with someone that doesn't know Jesus. But um, often the best or the, the way that we used to helping people is through our connections with church. And the reality is lots of us don't have non-Christian friends or don't know people that don't come to church. And so therefore, um, when there is someone outside of the church um, or doesn't have a faith and they are struggling, I think that there's a two-way disconnect in that actually um, the person who's kind of on the periphery and maybe needs help, actually they don't know that the church is somewhere that they can go to for help, which I think is something that's changed over you know, the last few decades. But the church is not currently seen as a place where people can get help. Um, and then also the, the church doesn't know how to, to reach that person but has a strong desire to be able to help. And so, I mean, I'm obviously kind of biased coming from CAP, but organisations like CAP are a great um, way to build a bridge in that um, CAP um, have a um, an ability to publicise and to connect the church with people that do need help, whether it be someone that's struggling in um, debt that we need to help with a um, a debt help service, or whether it be someone that is going through that economic um, crisis at the moment. It might not be that they are suffering in a huge amount of debt right now, but they know that they haven't got enough money coming in and they're asking questions about, well, what do I need to do to survive this period and how do I start to rebuild my financial situation to avoid getting myself into a really difficult situation? And um, CAP offers a product that's called CAP Money Coaching and we've got... um, more than 200 coaches um, all over Australia that are um, ready and equipped and we're wanting to grow that number over the next um, few few months as we go through this, as we um, anticipate that the need will increase. And as people um, already know about the Cat Money course, I mean, we typically help around 2,000 people through that um, coaching at the moment. Um, it's just a great way to connect Christians with people in the community in maybe a way that's more difficult when we're um, we're not able to get into the community because we don't know we know that people are suffering but where are they and how do we connect? So you've got two hundred cap money coaches all around Australia and you're looking to see that number increase. So for those who might be interested in pursuing a conversation about being a cap money coach I'll give the website in just a few moments you've also got a helpline and for people who are struggling with debt you're encouraging them they can call the helpline 1300 227 1300 227 000. we mentioned the cap money course you've got these wonderful connections with churches all over Australia and the church actually then is the oversight of a cap money course and no doubt you'd like to hear from people who want to run one of those for their church and for their wider community because as we're saying there is a time that is coming 
when perhaps these debt issues are going to be overflowing in our communities and there'll be a real opportunity for that relational connection for people in church uh, to those who are in the broader community. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty. The website is capost, C-A-P-A-U-S-T dot org dot A-U. That's C-A-P-A-U-S-T dot org dot A-U. Rosie Kendall, thank you so much for your update once again today on 2020. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.